0: Hello and welcome to Fairy Gardening Today. I'm Abigail, your fairy godmother and host, and this week I would like to continue talking about the plans and parties that we have going on in January. When thinking about the types of fairy displays that you would like to create this year, I'd like you to start gathering together some of the materials that you will need to make these gardens. January is a great time to put everything down on paper and make a solid decision so that you will be able to complete several fairy gardens this year. I know that fairy gardens are so much fun to do but they also help so much with our day-to-day lives because they help to relieve stress, they give us something beautiful to look at, and they're really kind of meditative. I believe that fairy gardening can truly help with your mental health as well as your creativity levels as you create them and as you just enjoy them on a day-to-day basis especially when you include live plants in your displays because they need maintenance and care and it's always good to include something in your life that is reliant upon you and helps you to understand that there is more to do in life beyond yourself so as you are Gathering together the miniatures to create some of these displays I'd like you to write down a few things that you might have readily available but you just haven't got around to yet. Things like pine cones, walnut shells, acorn caps, shells, stones, bark. Anything that you might want to include in your displays, write these things down, even if they're small. Small things like rounded pebbles that you might find at a stream, or maybe some beautiful stones that are at your local mountainsides. Sometimes stones expose themselves along the sides of roads where they've been cut away, and you might see areas that perhaps several thousands of years ago were underwater. And so even though you might be far inland, you may find nice rounded stones or maybe even a few fossils if you look around. So be sure to include these things in your lists so you make time to go to these different areas to collect the items that you might discover. If you're planning a very tiny fairy garden, like I mentioned in last week's episode, something inside a walnut shell you may not be able to fit very much inside that piece. So you might want to also be on the lookout when you're shopping for tiny things that you could convert. Something like the rounded pins that are used in sewing for quilting. They have colorful rounded tops and you can often turn those types of push pins into either ladybugs or toadstools. So if you added little black dots, they could be ladybugs, or if you added little white spots, they could be used as toadstools in your little half walnut shell display. Also keep an eye out for little tiny miniatures, or for just bits of moss, or even little fool's gold is a nice attribute to add into something small because it sparkles. So don't discount little jewelry findings either perhaps you can find a little fairy or a bird or a butterfly that's actually for jewelry and include that in your little teeny tiny micro display now if you're going for something much larger this year you have a few miniatures that you've decided to put around a large tree but it doesn't look filled in at all you might want to collect something as simple as more dirt so you can add different levels and expand different dimension in your fairy garden, or you might want to find different things that dangle and blow in the wind, or ropes that would come down. Perhaps you want to have something for the gnomes to climb up to higher branches, or to have bridges from one branch to another. Either way, there are many things that you might want to add to this type of display. So kind of make a space where you can collect all of your miniature items, and keep them safe until they are ready to go out into the garden. And similarly, you may have a corner along the ceiling, maybe a corner of a ceiling in the bathroom or in a kitchen, where you could put a little fairy house. Fairy houses are very nice to include way up high because they're kind of tucked away there, they don't take up any extra space, and you can always put one there. Or you could even put a little birdhouse there and a little image. Um, imitation bird. They have some very beautiful ones with real feathers or perhaps you have a nice ceramic bird or even a hummingbird. I love hummingbirds and they are so fun to add into these little houses and it really adds such a whimsy to the entire room but not something that a person would quickly pick up on. You could almost hide it there so to speak. So be sure to grab your calendar, if you have not done so already, at fairygardeningtoday.com. Get your free download of the calendar so you can start making the plans for this year's wonderful fairy garden displays. Until next week, happy fairy gardening. This podcast was brought to you by Sprouted Dreams. At Sprouted Dreams, find all the fairy garden treasures that bring your dreams to life. Visit sprouteddreams.com.